impact. You love to see it. Instant impact. Can it really go? Instant impact. How nice is he? Never going back. What is he gonna do on the next level? Instant impact. Is he gonna be a boom or bust? Instant impact. Is he gonna make or break? Instant impact. It's going down today. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. It's impact. Instant impact, Coach Keith, bringing down the best evaluation, analysis, breakdowns across the country. You know it's your boy. I'm in the building. I don't have my partner, Brooks Austin, with me today. Um, he's got some issues, but we're going to let Brooks live, and Coach Keith is going to do this solo dolo for show, though. Uh, let's get started. Right out the gate, let's talk a little bit about the man, Okay. Five-star, number one quarterback in the country, Caleb Williams, Gonzaga Prep, uh, fresh off his Elite 11 win, which was kind of weird, but whatever. Um, Caleb Williams, 6'2". Is he 6'2"? I'm not buying maybe six feet and a half, six and three quarters maybe, just my call. Um, 210, but I love his game. I love his game. And – you know, I can bring out all of the attributes, right? Um, dynamic, inside, outside the pocket, spectacular, arm talent, um, extremely elusive, a great athlete. I didn't know he tested so well um, going into his junior year. This is a guy who, you know, apparently ran four or five uh, in some change and uh, jumped 34, 35 inches. I didn't know he was such a great athlete. But if you look at his tape, he can run. He can roll. A um, couple things I really like about him that I think stand out for everybody. His quick release, his consistency with his accuracy, and just his creativity with the ball in his hand. Um, you know, I really think the, this is your pro-style quarterback. I mean, people want to call him a dual threat, or they want to call athletic quarterbacks dual threats. I don't think you want to call them dual threats. These are pro-style quarterbacks. Right. And I think Caleb Williams is probably the prototype, along with a guy like Bryce Young. This is what the pro style quarterback looks like. They are, you know, accurate inside the pocket. They're elusive. Um, they manipulate the defensive pass rush. They create opportunities and space and time to either crush you with their arm or their legs. Caleb Williams um, commits to Oklahoma, big time get for the Sooners, Lincoln Riley. I mean, what can you say? Transfer quarterbacks and Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray this time. Uh, he goes to get Caleb Williams out of Washington, D.C., away from the hometown turfs. Shout out to Mike Loxley. I know he had to be feeling that one in the gut. But um, Caleb Williams, he makes his call to Oklahoma. Can't do nothing but respect it. He's a big-time player. No doubt about it. Here's the deal, though. Caleb Williams, he has to be ready to perform against guys like DJ Lele and guys like Bryce Young, right? These are the guys that he's going to be competing with in a couple of years, right, after he sits um, behind a young kid from Arizona uh, who's going to be a starter this year at Oklahoma. So, you know, Caleb, he's got to be ready to deliver on the big stage consistently. There were some struggles the lead left, even though I'm not a T-shirt and shorts guy, okay? I'm not a T-shirt and shorts guy. Caleb Williams is the real deal. Is he Bryce Young? No, he's not Bryce Young, okay? Let's, let's, let's make that point blanket, period. He's not Bryce Young, but he's very good. I like him. I like him a lot. He can do a lot of things inside and outside the pocket. And I just think the pressure he puts on a defense 
with that with those legs who run four or five and that arm who can throw it 70 yards and be accurate most of the time. <clears throat> those guys are almost indefensible. They they put too much pressure on the defense. They cause too many problems when the game when the when the play breaks down. Just big time, big time get for the Sooners. Lincoln Riley doing it again, getting a special quarterback. Let's move along. Um, University of Oregon. They go into Mississippi, and I know their new wide receivers coach. His name is slipping my mind right now, but I know the new wide receivers coach uh, who came from South Carolina was a national recruiter a year. And seems to be a great guy. They go into Mississippi. He and, and, and Coach Cristobal go into Mississippi. They pull out four-star Isaiah Brevert, Brevert um, commits to Oregon. And let me tell you, <clears throat> this is a big jump ball guy. Big jump ball guy. Now, 6'4", long arms, big hands, red zone problem, mismatch problem right off the bat. Right? A really good athlete, but he's, he's really raw as a route runner. He needs some time to develop to be able to learn how to create space with his routes and not just box people out and try to go over the top of people. But I love him in the red zone. He's a mismatch at 12 feet in the air. He's a, he's a jump ball problem. And um, I really like his ability on the perimeter to be a physical blocker. Kids do not, or wide receivers coming out of high school, they do not get evaluated on their blocking. I evaluate their blocking. I want a guy on a perimeter who are, who's going to spring running backs for not 10-yard gains, but for those 70-yard touchdown runs, right? Or who's going to, on a bubble screen game, they're going to put a defender on, the, on their back. Those are the small things, the difference between being good and being great, right? I think Brevert is a guy who's going to be physical on the edge. He's going to punish smaller defensive backs, not only as a perimeter blocker, but also as a vertical target going up and over in the red zone. So Oregon gets a good one, four-star out of Mississippi. Let's move along here. We have next up four-star wide receiver and, and dual sport athlete Keon Coleman commits to Kansas. Now, this is an interesting, interesting prospect. Um, this dude is – he can go, okay? Um, Keon Coleman is a guy who plays basketball. He plays football. He plans on doing both um, there in, at Kansas. Coach Bill Self runs an excellent program, um, and I'm going to leave it at that. But – I think Les Miles got a dude. He got a dude that he can build off of. This guy, um, he's, he's athletic. He's not just athletic. He's a great athlete as well. And there's a difference between the two. For those of you who don't know, being athletic means, you know, you can run and you can jump. But have, being a great athlete means you can make the movements and be fluid and seamless to where you're not stiff and you're not constricted. This Keon Coleman, he's not stiff and constricted. This is a playmaker. This is a go-getter. Um, I have down here on my notes, he's a big catch radius guy. He's got super long arms. He averaged over 40 yards a catch as a junior in high school. That's crazy numbers. He's his 50-50 ball and his body control and, and contested situations are awesome. Um, they're very high level. Contested ball, he goes up. He's got great body control. He's got terrific concentration. And he can just high point with the best of them in the country. Um, and I like him at the line of scrimmage. This kid is shifty to be 6'4". He's shifty at the line of scrimmage. He's got the in-out in to make guys miss. He can swipe through, dip his shoulder, and run through press coverage. And then, of course, he's got the speed and the vertical ability at 11, 12 feet in the air. That's a big-time basketball player. And this, this is unusual. A 6'4 kid being a great return man in a special teams game. Kansas got a special player. 
Kansas got a special player in Keon Coleman, a returner in the, in, in the special teams, a great athlete who's very athletic, um, who's got unbelievable body control. He can get behind the defense and take the top off, or he can, he can ball out and catch a run game. So Keon Coleman, great grit for less miles um, in the Kansas staff. Let's move along. We have defensive back out of Texas, four-star cornerback Latrell McCutcheon commits to Oklahoma. Sooners getting better on the defensive side of the ball, which I think is important for them. Uh, Latrell used to be an Alabama commit. I think that's been spoken of in the past. Now committed to Oklahoma. A good get for the Sooners. Um, looking at his uh, evaluation here, uh, he missed a ton of his junior year, almost all of it basically uh, due to injury, but I like his speed. Uh, I love his reaction. I love his feet. Uh, he's got excellent ball skills. He's a physical tackler in space. And I, you got to have that on the defensive side of the ball these, these days. Um, and I like a guy, he closes quickly on the ball. He has that instant reaction. And he's going to close on the ball. He's going to make a play. And if you're Oklahoma, you need this type of guy on your defense. We saw what happened against LSU last year in the national semifinals. You got to get some DBs that can cover consistently versus high-level receivers. Not an easy task. Not an easy task at all. But a guy like Latrell McCutcher and a few other guys that need to get, um, they can go in and, and help that defense out and really help take the team to the next level. Let's move along. Another wide receiver out of Texas, four-star. Latrell Neville commits to Nebraska. He's a former Virginia Tech commit, uh, committed to the Huskers and Coach Scott Frost. Um, when you talk about Latrell, a big frame kid. That's the first thing. He reminds me of my son, right? I got a nine-year-old son. He's as big as all get out. And Latrell reminds me of him. Uh, Latrell is 6'4", at least. And he's probably going to grow more. He's got very long arms. He's got a huge radius. Um, one thing that concerns me a little bit, he's not a natural hands guy. A lot of time on his tape, he's not catching the ball cleanly and transitioning to a runner after he receives the ball. So he's got to work on that part of his game. Um, he's not an ideal speed guy, but at 6'4", 205 pounds, um, this guy's going to work inside in the spread offense. He's going to get the matchup versus Nichols, um, versus a linebackers in zone. He's going to work the middle of the field, kind of like a hybrid tight end. Now, he wants to make it clear that he's a receiver and he's going to play receiver, and I respect that. Um, but his role will be similar to a tight end's role in the spread offense, working the seams, working the flats, working the, the over routes, okay, behind the linebacker. So Latrell Neville commits to Nebraska. I know Corn Husker Nation is excited about this big kid. Um, he can go. He can go, and I think he needs the right fit. He needs a, a coach that's going to put a foot in his behind. Uh, I think Coach Frost is that guy. Um, he needs a lot of support and development at the position and continue to develop athletically, but I like his upside. I like his upside in the slot um, as an as a, as a H or – you know, whatever the people want to call it these days, I like him there. He's got a skill set, and uh, I think he's going to do some work there in Nebraska. Let's move along. <clears throat> athlete. I call him an athlete, but he's recruited as a corner. Signed, he's going to be signing as a corner out here in Southern California. DJ Harvey, four-star out of Sierra Canyon. And really like this kid half for since, ever since he was a sophomore, right? But ever since he was a sophomore, he's been making plays out here. He's been doing his thing. And you know what? Virginia Tech, they get their first California commit ever 
which is hard to believe. It's hard to believe. I, I, don't, I don't know why that would be. If you're Virginia Tech, you should be ready to recruit nationally. You should spend some time in California trying to get some players since, you know, we're known for some athletes. But DJ Harvey commits to Virginia Tech, a little bit of surprise, but he's going to go from Southern California all the way to Blacksburg, Virginia. You're talking about a fluid athlete with tremendous ball skills at the corner position. He can transition. He can stick it, plant and drive. Um, he can go through receivers. Um, he can separate receivers from the ball. He's got some physicality about him, even though he lacks ideal size. Um, I really love his dynamic return game. He's known for taking punts back to the house. I suspect he will be doing the same thing um, in Blacksburg. This kid can go once he gets the ball in his hands. He's listed at 5'11". Don't believe he's 5'11". Um, it concerns me a little bit that he's not 4'3", but he's a playmaker. He, he plays the game with an attitude, and I always got room on my team for a dog. Um, got to continue to become more physical at that corner position, whether it's at the line of scrimmage or coming up making tackles, and uh, continue to develop uh, that skill set. DJ Harvey, Virginia Tech, congratulations to DJ and family. Let's move along. We're going with um, Texas A&M commit here. Texas A&M commit here, four-star athlete, Tyreek Chappelle. Now, I think he signed as a corner, and that's what I believe. I'm not quite sure. I think, I think he's committed as a corner. But looking at his tape, I take him at receiver. This kid has eye-popping speed. He can flat-out fly. Um, he's really quick um, in his reactions as a defender. I love that he's physical at the line of scrimmage. He's a natural ball skills guy. Ball's up in the air. He's going to make a play. He's not looking for nobody else to make the play. He's going to go make it. He's a turnover machine on defense. He's going to find that football. He's going to pick it off. He's going to strip it. He's going to scoop it up. The kid was responsible for many, many turnovers uh, from his junior year, if you watch his tape. And then, you know, quite frankly, he's just a human highlight film with the ball, whether it be offense, defense, or special teams. This kid's speed is eye-opening. And I put him on the outside next to Demon Demons, and I attack the defense vertically or seemingly vertically every play. Listen, Tyreek Chappelle commits to AM, probably gonna go play corner, but I think he needs to be a receiver. I think he needs to be a receiver. All right, let's move along. I got a lot going on here, so you know, bear with me here. Um Three-star linebacker, Martez Thrower, commits to Kentucky. Um, this, is a, this is an athletic kid, 6'1", about 210. All right, he's physical. Uh, I love the way he can shed blockers and close on a football quickly. Um, he, he's, he's, he's a downhill player that gets very physical, okay? He will drop his pads, play behind his pads, and sprint through ball carries. And I love that about him. Uh, he runs really well. He's got great pursuit, sideline to sideline, and he takes really good angles. Martez Thrower. A three-star kid, uh, but a five-star heart, and I think a five-star dog inside that heart. And he's going to pay dividends for Kentucky because he's going to run, he's going to hit, and he wants to do things the right way. So congratulations, Martez Thrower. Let's move along. LSU gets a big-time commitment. Big-time commitment from Keanu Cott. Excuse me, Keanu Cott. Um, down from South Florida. Now, LSU – They've moved the 4-3 defense. And if you know Coach Ogeron and his history at University of Miami, 
USC. He was a 4-3 guy. He loves those athletic defensive ends that can get vertically on that edge, bend, and apply pressure. Keanu Cott is the prototype. At 6'5 and a half in 220 with a great first step, um, his, he has terrific length on the edge. He plays with unbelievable effort and energy and passion, seems to really love the game. Um, but I think this is a big projection guy. He's not ready yet. He's going to need some time to develop. LSU fans, be patient with this young kid. Be patient. He's going to need some time. And you know what? I think that in two years, give him a red shirt year, he needs to kind of build his body a little bit. Once he gets to around 250 at 6'5", he's going to be a problem. He's going to be a big, big problem. Keanu Cott. From South Florida, commits to Ed Odron and the defending national champion, LSU Tigers. Um, let's move along. How about the University of California? They get a big-time commitment. Four-star wide receiver J. Michael Sturdivant. J. Michael been knowing of this kid since he was a freshman. Um, did a little video on him, knew he was going to be big-time, projected him to, him to be big-time, and he is. He's uh, all of 6'2". He's very athletic. He's got plus speed. He's got terrific ball skills. I love his tracking ability. This guy can catch it over left shoulder, right shoulder, fresh over the head. Um, He's got great hands. And he's just a smooth football player, man. He's just smooth. Out of his break, he's smooth. He doesn't lose break stride. He doesn't have to slow down to stick his foot in the ground and change direction. He's just smooth, man. J. Michael Sturdivant, one of the biggest recruits um, that Cal has had over the years as a four-star wide receiver. I think he's going to fit in well in the Pac-12. Pac-12 after dark never disappoints. And you best believe J. Michael Sturdivant is going to put the hammer down on, a, on somebody's defensive backfield week in and week out. Uh, so congratulations to J. Michael, family, and University of Cal. Let's move along. Uh, linebacker Jackie Marshall commits to Baylor. Three-star kid I have here in my notes. Now, Jackie Marshall, um, he, he's – Playing for, um, why am I forgetting the coach's name? But he was the LSU's defensive coordinator last year, and I'm forgetting his name right now, but that's okay. Um, 3-4, you know they're going to play 3-4, right? Okay, they're going to play 3-4. They need that hybrid DM linebacker to come off the edge like Clavon Chason did last year for the national champs. Jackie Marshall is that guy for Baylor. This kid is very explosive off the snap, right? He's got an unbelievable first step. Right. And once he gets to the backfield, he makes plays. I love the fit. I love um, the feel of this commitment. I think Jackie Marshall is going to play early at Baylor. He's a guy that can get pressure. He can get pressure. He can get uh, he plays with great leverage. He can get uh, on the edge and bend. He's got some flexibility. But that first step, that first step is elite. It's one of the best first steps I've seen watching tape this year. Jackie Marshall commits to Baylor. And um, they're hoping he's the next Clayvon Chase on in that 3-4 defense. Let's move along. Defensive tackle, T.J. Sanders commits to South Carolina. And he's a three-star kid. Um, and, and I think there's some upside here. He's more of a jumbo athlete at this point, right? He's 6'5", he's 270, he plays tight end, he plays defensive end. I think he's going to end up being, you know, a defensive tackle, 
uh, as he continues to push towards 300 pounds. But T.J. Sanders, I got him as uh, he needs to be more physical. Um, he plays hard. He's athletic, but he needs time to develop. He's not a ready-made guy. He's going to need two to three years. I expect him to be 300 pounds before he uh, gets into a game, a, a, a serious game um, in the SEC. I think he'll be a six foot five, three hundred pound defensive tackle. But he's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of ability. But he's raw. He needs to be developed. Uh, he needs some coaching. And uh, but South Carolina, they get a guy, T.J. Sanders, three star. Let's move along. Eric Olson. Eric Olson out of Colorado, three star tight end, commits to Colorado. And um, I like this kid. This kid is about six seven, and. Um, I like him after the catch. Now, he doesn't play against the best competition, but he's a big kid. He can move a little bit, and then after the catch, he's a problem. Now, if he gets too big, you're looking at a left tackle, right? If he stays lean, you're looking at a tight end that can thread in the middle of the field, that can create problems and play action, right? Or as a guy that can win the edge to get downhill to the sidelines for the running backs. So Colorado. Gets three-star tight end. Eric Olsen, in my notes here I have, he's got great size. He has soft hands. He's a better athlete than people have given him credit for. Um, he does not have good length as a tight end. That's okay, but he just doesn't have it. But I love his toughness after the catch. He will run you over. He will run through you, and he will try to finish the play the right way. So Eric Olsen, University of Colorado, tight end, commit. Congratulations. Let's move along to my last guy, offensive lineman, Garrett DiGiorio, Garrett, DiGiorio, DiGiorgio. I'm going to call it DiGiorgio. How about that? Garrett DiGiorgio. Okay, he's from California. Commits to UCLA. Okay, let me bring it up here. Garrett DiGiorgio from California. Commits to UCLA. Um, and I'm just going to be honest. I'm not, I'm not impressed. Not impressed. He's got great size. He's 6'7", 300 pounds. 320 pounds, whatever the case may be. But he lacks length. He's got the short arms on the edge, what I don't like. Um, and then on tape, he didn't kick anybody's ass. If you're in high school and you're 6'7", 320, aren't you supposed to knock everybody down that lines up in front of you? At least if you're going to be a Pac-12 football player? In a, in a, in a two-minute clip that I watched, he knocked one guy down in two minutes. I just wasn't impressed. He refuses to finish. He looks great in his uniform. He's an all-airport guy, but he's soft. Right now, he's soft, and he needs to get tougher, um, and he needs to learn to kick some behind. Can that be taught at UCLA? It should be able to be taught. Um, it, but, it, but apparently it's not being taught right now. Listen, I'm an old coach, right? I'm a former coach. And it's either you taught him that way or you allowed it to happen that way. So they haven't taught him to be tough and be nasty and be a finisher. They've allowed him to be soft, to not finish, and just be an all-airport guy. Got potential, but I'm not convinced. Needs a lot of work. Needs a lot of work. And uh, you better get to it quick, okay? Better get to it real quick. So, um, that's my breakdowns for today. Um, instant impact. Miss my boy, Brooks Austin. He's normally on my show, my sidekick. And we rock back and forth and we kind of do our thing. But, um, hey, man, I had to do it solo this time. 
Um, if you got any questions, any comments, let me look at the comments. We got some comments here. Let's talk about it. All right. All right. I see you, BA. You'll be back next week. Oregon recruiting is rolling. Coach Cristobal doing a great job. And, and like I tweeted out just the other day um, or earlier today, there's five coaches, five coaches who are elite in terms of head coach recruiting. Cristobal, Ogeron, Kirby, Saban, and who was the last guy? I forget who it was. Cristobal, Kirby, Saban, Ogeron, oh, and Dabo, of course, Dabo. Those five guys, those guys are elite. Those guys are elite recruiters, and they are bringing in elite players. And I think that if you want to win a national title, you have to have these elite players. Shout out to my boy, um, you know, forget his name, but you got to have elite players. You got to have elite players. I'm, I'm just leaving it right there. You got to have elite players. So, and those guys are doing a heck of a job. Um, if you got any comments before I jump off, Lincoln Ryan and Ryan Day belong on that list. Yes. Um, does Lincoln Riley belong on that list? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I put Lincoln Riley on that list. I do put Ryan Day on that list. Yes. So it's six. We got six coaches now. Um, offensive skill, yes, for Lincoln Riley. But I'm talking about program, right? I'm talking program. Ryan Day belongs on that list. So now there's six elite head coach recruiters. I'm not sure if I put Lincoln Riley on that list. I'm sorry. Um, but he's probably on the he's, – he's definitely leading that next tier of coaches, right, which is like Gus Malzahn, Lincoln Riley, um, <clears throat> Dan Mullen, Mac Brown. Mac, good, good point, good point. Mac Brown, I don't know if he's on that elite list because he took that time off. Now he's back, but he's, he's booming. Don't get me wrong, he's booming. But I would put him on that Dan Mullen, Lincoln Riley level right now. Dan Mullen, Lincoln Riley, Mac Brown, Gus Malzahn, those guys are, are probably that second tier of coaches across the country who are elite recruiters. And listen, it's not just a head coach. We all know that, okay? It's not just a head coach. It becomes, it's a staff thing, right? And you, and, and listen, being a CEO and a business owner, I know you are only as good as the people that you hire around you because you cannot do everything yourself. But here's one thing I can tell you. Right? And I know a lot of these head coaches personally, and I talk to a lot of them personally. These guys are dogs. They stay up all night recruiting. I find myself having 11, 12 o'clock, 1 a.m. conversations with these guys. And you know what? It, recruiting never stops. Recruiting never stops. Never stops. These guys just recruit, recruit, recruit. Like, I don't even know how their wives deal with it, Right? They're, they're probably in bed with their wives thinking about players. How about that? Um, but, you know, all of them good guys. And um, like I said, there's two tiers, two tiers. And um, I definitely feel like I've got a good handle on where those guys are and, and the, the impacts that they're having on their program for sure. Oregon's having a great, another great offseason. The Ducks are rolling. Um, great uh, higher at the receiver position. 
Guys already doing major damage. Great hire at the DB position, the corner position. Coach Rod Chance. Um, Keith Hayward doing a great job as well. Andy Avalos doing a great job. I mean, Coach Salavea, um, Coach Maestro. I mean, they, they, got a bu- they got a bunch of great recruiters. And let me tell you, when you're running a team or you're running a business, if you've got a bunch of great men or women who are accountable and productive, you got a chance to do something special. And that's what they're doing at Oregon. And I respect it. I respect it a lot. And I'm happy for those guys. Okay. Um, any other thing you guys want to talk about before I kind of, I kind of knock out here. Um, we're going to be, I'll be back with my boy BA next week. We'll be talking instant impact, recent commits, your boy Callaway over there at Alabama. Um, I know there's some other guys who committed as of late. I just didn't get a chance to evaluate them um, thoroughly like I did this group, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I want to shout out a couple people. Want to shout out my boy Brooks Austin. He does a great job. SI All American Dogs Daily, I believe the uh, the site is. Check him out. Uh, Want to shout out um, all the players for the Global All Star Game, and we're gonna be bringing that to you guys. Hopefully, as COVID um, you know helps us out. Got a lot of great kids. They're gonna play and they're excited. Um, I see the comment about Coach Moorhead. Coach Moorhead, I've already stated uh, how I feel about Coach Moorhead and his ability to coach offense. He's going to be a tremendous addition uh, to the Ducks program. There's no question about it. So, um, you know, that's about it, man. I'm going to wrap it up. I'll check back with you guys uh, later this week, maybe early next week. It's Coach Keith, Instant Impact. This is how we do it. Y'all be cool. Time for our sit and sleep sleeper of the week. Really want to thank our guy Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry.
time for our Sit and Sleep Sleeper of the Week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry.